This is a state of energy. I'm Rand DeWitt, along with Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. Uh, you can find out more about the state of energy, which is an extremely popular topic right now in this coronavirus world we're living in. Find out more by going to thestateofenergy.com. That's thestateofenergy.com. And, and Tom, people need to understand uh, that, that propane is like that, that go-to friend, That go-to friend. If you're having a 4th of July barbecue, first person you're going to call is propane. Uh, When the world seems to be kind of falling apart, you need to make sure you've got uh, a great amount of energy uh, and power that's not real expensive, is abundant and clean. You call propane. It's like that go-to friend. Is that a good way to uh, position propane there, Tom? I like it, Rand. Uh, That's that's a great... It's a great way to put it. Propane's always going to be there for you. It's it's here now. It's here for the future. It's abundant. It's affordable. Uh, you can use it at your business, your home, uh, your farm, your ranch, pretty much anywhere. And you know where they should be using it a lot more? Zion National Park. We've got to talk about this because this is this almost requires like a Dateline investigation. Um, <laughs> this is crazy money, and it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, because uh, Zion National Park shuttles, they've been operating on propane for over two decades, and now they're shifting, Tom. Yeah, that's that's right. They're, they're exploring the ideas of using an electric bus, a shuttle bus, to uh, move the people around the park, because the park is, is crowded. There's tons of people going on vacation, and, and Zion's National Park is a very popular uh, destination for for visitors. Uh, the propane powered shuttles have been in service since 2000. They work great. the The issue is they the tunnels are too crowded, and the the shuttles can't navigate the tunnels very well. So there's a couple groups that are looking to spend 50 million of taxpayer dollars to buy. 21 new electric powered buses okay let's let everybody digest that for a second people that were zion national park is looking to spend 50 million dollars to replace 21 shuttle buses 21 that's right that's that's a, a a lot of money for just 21 buses when you could do the same thing with uh for 21 propane buses you could you could buy those for hundred thousand dollars a piece so you could you could actually replace every single bus every year for at least uh the 20 years with that 50 million dollars but the thing is they've already got the infrastructure they've already got the mechanics they've already got uh, the drivers the the stations are all there everything's already set up for these propane buses the infrastructure is already laid in it's already they, they spent hundreds of thousands of dollars building a beautiful facility to maintain propane buses. Uh, they've already got the a large storage tank. They can already buy the propane at at great prices, and it's already eliminating five million pounds of CO two emissions each year because of the propane powered buses. Now we know that electricity is dirty. It's produced by coal and natural gas. It's it's a dirty, dirtier source of energy than propane is. So you would actually be going backwards if you 
supported this movement to switch the propane-powered buses to electricity. And people don't understand that. I mean, they hear electric and they just hear, you know, uh, like Disney birds singing and, you know, Cinderella dancing in the in the field. It's It's not the case. When it comes to electricity versus propane, propane has a much smaller carbon footprint. And when you tell someone that, uh, that's hearing it for the first time, it's almost like their head's going to explode because they can't understand how that could be possible. Yeah, I can hear I can hear the argument now will be, oh, well, we're going to put a whole bunch of solar panels uh, throughout those, this beautiful national park. So the park will be littered with solar panels to try to charge these buses, which you, you and I both know that that's not even a, a real feasible uh, way of charging a bus. But that's going to be the the, the the mythical solution, the electric bus myth. I mean, and the volume of money it's going to cost to maintain these electric vehicles, um, it, it, I'm thinking it's, when it's all said and done, it's going to be more than $50 million. Yeah, I can I can only imagine uh, a facility like that. It's, just, it's only got 21 buses. Roll in with a brand new electric-powered, engine and bus and then they have to maintain that thing you know that all those parts are going to be made uh outside of the united states and they're going to have to warehouse expensive motors expensive batteries it's going to be a mess well and you know at least uh you know at least uh these batteries and all these electric parts are going to be coming from a country who we've got a really great relationship with (laughs) like china (laughs) We already know what happens to the supply chain when uh, a pandemic hits. It, it definitely, there's going to be some issues uh, with these batteries and electric motors that are not going to be sourced from the United States. I can guarantee you that. And this is just an opinion of mine, but it just seems like somebody's getting paid on the back end because it doesn't. This doesn't make any sense. It to me, it doesn't make any sense to spend fifty million dollars on twenty-one buses when you've got propane buses that are doing an extremely great job at the fraction of the cost and has a much smaller uh, carbon footprint. Yeah, national parks all across the the nation are using propane already. It doesn't make any sense to try to invest that kind of money in a few buses when we've got all sorts of other issues in this country to spend these resources on. There's no need to go backwards with an electric bus when we've already got propane. It's doing a great job. It's doing a great job today, and it's going to do a great job for the future. Go to thestateofenergy.com to find out more about what propane can do for you and improve your life. Uh, If you want to find out where the closest place for you to acquire propane is, simply go to thestateofenergy.com. There's a propane locator feature right in the upper right-hand corner of the page. Simply type in your zip code, a whole list of locations where you can get propane will pop up. Once again, that's the stateofenergy.com. I'm Randy Witt along with Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane, and this is the State of Energy.